Welcome to Interrevolutionary Radio with your host, Beth Green. This is James Maynard, your co-host. Today's topic, how many resolutions have we already broken this year? Don't ask. Don't (laughs) ask. Inquiring minds want to know. (laughs) And how can we stop breaking them? Ask Beth Green. So we figured out that life would be better if we didn't do or say certain things, or we think life would be better if we did or said other things. But we blew it, and now we feel bad. We did what we shouldn't have, or we didn't do what we promised ourselves we would. If that's you, you're not alone. Lots of us are the same boat. So let's see how host Beth Green can help. First, let's look at one of your resolutions and see why or if you should have made it in the first place. Then let's noodle out why you broke it. The answer could be amazing. In this show, as always, Beth will use her uncanny intuition to help us see ourselves more clearly. It's not an easy fix, but it could be a big step in the direction of turning our lives around. So call in if you can and get her direct support. And if you can't, call in, tune in, anyway. You'll probably hear someone with a challenge very much like yours. So let's have a good laugh together, and let's see if we can't help each other have a great year. And now, here's Beth. Well, I have been looking forward to this show, and I have been dreading it at the same time, because... I am breaking my own resolution, and I keep thinking, I need to call Beth Green. So (laughs) I'm going to have to call Beth on the show today. But before we go on with me, myself, and I, and all the others, and you, James, why don't you give out the phone number? Because we are hoping that we are flooded with phone calls from other people who feel just as foolish as we do. (laughs) Very good. And so to call in with a question or sharing please call us at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. And now, Beth, I'd like well, to ask you. Yeah, before we get to that, maybe we should give a little bit of a news update of what's going on around here. Okay, then. Well, uh, we just launched the Inner Revolution. Now, you're... Uh, probably rolling your eyes and saying, well, how could we launch the Inner Revolution? Well, what we did was we had a wonderful event uh, that was in person live at the San Diego Center for Peace and Justice or some name like that, which of course I wasn't there. So don't blame me for not remembering the name. But those of you who know me know I don't remember stuff anyway. But right? you, were there, you were there by video. Oh, I was. I was right there. And We had a bunch of people online, you know, we even had someone from Europe, it was a terrible time for him, he was falling asleep, and we inaugurated the handbook for the Inner Revolution. We just finished uh, publishing it in a PDF version, which we are giving away free, all you have to do is go to uh, www.theinnerrevolution.org and you can click on, I'm sure there's some link right there that will take you to the page where you can get your free handbook. What you do is you sign up for our newsletter and you'll get the PDF version of the handbook free. And I don't know, maybe in a week or so we're going to have it in print as well or it'll be in Kindle and all that stuff through Amazon.com. So that's Beth Green. The handbook for, well, the official name is Handbook for the Inner Revolution. So we got to bring it out. I mean, I want to tell you that we got it done, the PDF version, like 
two hours before the event, <laughs> we were in a rush. But we got it done. And uh, it's very cool. The handbook is about 100 pages altogether. And it's small book, you know, small pages, big print. Um, and it really covers the topic in a real powerful way. You know, it's kind of a preface about why I wrote the book. And then there is the introduction, which has to do with the ego, what the ego has to do with everything. And then I have a section on the three steps of the inner revolution. Oh, and before that, I have a section where I think it's the preface where it says, are you an inner revolutionary? And um, a lot of people, like they, you know, one guy said, that's my biography. So anyway, uh, if, if you identify with that and then you see the three steps of the inner revolution, oneness, accountability, and mutual support. But what's so fun and exciting about this book is that it's so concrete and it's so doable. You know, it gives you a vision of what the world would be like if we actually were in this mode of oneness, accountability, and mutual support. But it's not just like we're going to sit there and dream about tomorrow. It's, you know, how do we practice them today? So it's a guideline for how do you practice the inner revolution in your own life? How do you practice it, you know, in the world, in your own world, in your cause, in your organization? I think... I know they're going to be doing a show about the handbook next week. Uh, other people are going to be hosting that show. But I could not not mention that. It's out, and you can get it now. And by the, you way, by the way, may yes. I interrupt? Uh, next yes. week, they're also going to be talking about the recent uh, retreat on revolutionizing the revolution. Yes, that's another thing that's happening. So we had this fabulous event last Saturday and people were just so united and you could just feel the energy and everybody was listening carefully and feeling the resonance with one another. I mean, it was it was such a happy day for us to be able to really feel like there are people who care and who really want this. And as James just said, this weekend, which is in two days from uh, this day, if you're listening to us live, we are having a retreat for inner revolutionaries to get real deep training in how you can bring the inner revolution to your life. So probably by that time you hear this, it will already have passed, and so you will have an excuse for not coming. But if you do hear it before, you can still sign up. It, it's going to be live in Southern Oregon, but it can be anywhere on the Internet. And um, so people are coming, and it's very exciting. So there's a lot of stuff that's happening, news for us, for the inner revolution. As we look at the world, and, you know, some of us are going, what? <laughs> you know, what is the craziness that's going to happen today? I don't have to tell you how crazy things are. You're watching the news. Uh, so, but what we're going to do is we're not going to get distracted by all that craziness and we're not going to get all distracted by the moment, the ping pong game that's taking place. We are going forward with the inner revolution because that's the only thing that's going to change anything anyway. You know, as long as we're dragging ourselves into it and our egos, even when we, the great people, get into positions of power, we kind of screw things up anyway ourselves. We really need to revolutionize ourselves. We need to revolutionize the whole movement. And they're going to talk about that next week, about, you know, why are we getting into separation and ego and 
we're really blocking ourselves from coming together and bringing people together. So we're going to have a training on that. And it's very exciting times. I mean, my nose is to the grindstone. I just want to get going with the inner revolution. And it looks like it's happening. Yes, indeed. Well, uh, thank you for that uh, introduction and sharing on news of the inner revolution. I'd like to now ask you, on our theme today of, did you make any resolutions for 2017, and have you kept them, or have you broken them? I'd like to ask you, did you make any resolutions for 2017? Oh, my God. Did I? (laughs) (laughs) And uh, did you keep your resolutions, or did you break them? No, I did not. And now, this is shocking to me. I mean, I am shocked at how bad I have been. Now, let me tell you, <laughs> what, that's why I'm looking forward to this show. By the way, I don't hear the phones ringing. I know that you guys are out there and that you've blown it too. James, give that number again. Yes, call us with a question or a comment. Or an admission one, of guilt, at least. Yes, exactly. <laughs> this is your confessional time here. Right. <laughs> uh, 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. See, you can't say that you didn't call because you didn't have the number, right? Right. Okay. So, anyway, uh, okay, back to it. So, what did I resolve? Well, I didn't call it a New Year's resolution, but I knew that I needed to change, make a change in my behavior. And why I'm so shocked is that I have usually been pretty, good about self-discipline. You know, if I know that I really need to do something, I usually do it. But I have completely flubbed in the area of eating. Now, I don't mean that I eat everything or anything. I just mean that there are certain things that I am eating now that I feel that I should stop and that I want to know why I'm not stopping. And I'm not even sure that I need to stop, but I think I do. So let me explain it. Okay, tortilla chips, blue corn chips, low sodium, organic, healthy, and cashews, roasted cashews that James roasts. And those two foods, I believe, are contributing to my intestinal cramping because, you know, I have a lot of pain. Well, this is one of my many pains, but I, I, I have that. And I think that it's contributing. So there's only one way to find out, right? What? How do you find out? Well, the only way to find out is to stop eating them. And if Mm. I stop eating them, then I'll find out if they're contributing. Right? That's right. Right? Right. So have I done that? Have you? Today. I was so embarrassed by my behavior that I said, here we go. I am going to at least do it today. So I've been very good today. And I Uh. want to know. What's behind that resolution and why I'm breaking it? But, oh, my goodness, I'm rescued. We have a caller. Okay. Well, we'll be looking forward to hearing about what's behind your resolution. Well, I okay. am, too. So <laughs> I know that I can be more intuitive about other people than I can be about myself at times. So I'm hoping that I'm going to pick up some tips about me by talking to you. Okay. Great. Okay. We have a caller, Irene from San Diego. Irene? Would you like to say something to Beth? Hi. 
I did. Hello. I'll rescue you and put myself oh, on you. the uh, table. <laughs> I, I think I made the right resolution, but I failed to put it into operation. My <laughs> resolution was to persevere Yes. at things that I know I need to do. Because I have noticed, especially lately, that I have great ideas and very little follow-through. So, I have this great idea. I will, I was reading a Living with Reality book on the section on persevering, and I thought that's exactly what I need to do. My New Year's resolution is going to be persevering. Okay, hold on a second. Then, uh, just to tell, just to tell people, living with reality is a book by Beth Green, and it is also yes. free if you go to our website. It's a very in-depth book. It's very comprehensive about shifting consciousness. So please take it away, Irene. So what well, was it? That- what I didn't do was yes. sit down. Is persevere at making my resolution or reality by making a list of the things I needed to do every day and when I would need to check in so that if I hadn't done them, I still had time and operationalize it, you know? Yeah. Turn it into behavior. Right. Well, let me ask you sort of off the cuff. Did you, once you realized that you were not making this daily list, did you start doing it or are you still procrastinating? I, you know, I wish I had uh, looked at what the title of your radio show was today because then yesterday I would have not procrastinated. But I just found out what the name of, you know, what the topic is today. And I thought, oh, my God, the only thing I can do is come clean. Okay. Um, <laughs> no, well, I keep thinking, oh, my gosh, I, I still haven't, you know, defined for myself what I'm persevering on. I need to do that. And then I go on to the next activity. Then I go on to the <laughs> next activity. So I... Okay, so I did, first, don't you think I have the right the right resolution and the wrong follow through? Well, we're going to find out. First of all, okay. let us understand the resolution really is to write down the things that you need to be doing so that you can hold yourself accountable. Is that correct? Yes. Because well, you can't. You I, I didn't two get things. that specific. Well, you see, you brought up two possibilities. The first possibility was all the things you think you need to do. And the other one is making the list of the things that you need to do in order to be able to hold yourself accountable. Yeah, and then make a time each day to Right, right, right. But we're starting but we're starting with the list. See what you start well, okay. You what you started with was all the things that you want to do. But what you need yes. to do is start with the resolution needs to be about the list. And what, and I'm yes. going to ask you this question because this is going to be a clue to many of us. Why do you think that you kind of overlook that that first step is to make the resolution to make the list? 
Why did I overlook that? Um, yeah, juicy, juicy. Well, I think it's because I didn't want to do it. Exactly. So now <laughs> you didn't want to make the list, so you didn't want to do those things. No, and I didn't even tell someone that I had made it so that they could hold me to it. I mean, there's so many things I didn't do. Exactly. So there's some part of you that doesn't want to do these things. Okay, so now let's look and see if there's some kind of inner conflict going on around the doing of the things. Well, give us an example or a flavor of the kind of things that you've resolved to do. By the way, I'm sure there's a lot of listeners out there who totally relate. Well, one of them was to um, listen to the, um, my brain is on overdrive, Um, to do Life Force every day. Okay, so Life Force is a a free video exercise, mind, body, spirit exercise program that's on our YouTube channel, Beth Green TV. Okay. Now, why do you want to do it? I want to do it because I I want to uh, kind of fulfill my destiny. In other words, uh, be at my best to engage with the world and do what's right for me to be doing at the time. I'm I'm in a in a senior residence where I have a lot of free time and a lot of support. And mm-hmm. uh, so I have a lot of time where I could be doing the right things and <laughs> I'm doing frivolous things instead. Okay, so now what you're saying so, is does, does Life Force, this program actually help you to be at your best? Yes, it does. Okay. So, it calms me. It makes me mm. more thoughtful, mm. more connected to uh, guidance. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay. So I think we've got our big clue already. The big clue is that you don't want to be more thoughtful and more connected to guidance because you're afraid of what you're going to hear. When I say here, I mean, what I mean out there in other other people's land is that, you know, there's like an inner knowing that you sometimes get when you get calm and centered and something tells you, you know, you really need to let go of this or you really need to be doing this. It's that connecting to your inner guidance. And um, so that's what we're talking about. And so supposing what the truth is, is you don't want to connect to your inner guidance. So then the question would be, why don't you want to connect to your inner guidance? Because it does sound like a very good kind of resolution. If we can get to the bottom of it, maybe we'll find out what's blocking you. Or maybe we'll find out that you really don't want to connect to your guidance. You should throw it away, the whole concept, because all it is is making you feel guilty. So uh, let's go back to that question. So uh, why don't you want to... What is it that you don't want to hear? Well, I I don't know if it's an it or if it's just being guided that I don't want to hear. That I do, I no, am there is kind of addicted. To there is something just, in particular that you do not oh, want to hear. 
Well, I'm probably that I should be doing more challenging people rather than um, just engaging in a frivolous way with people. Uh, That is not it. Okay. I was feeling that as I was saying it. Mm-hmm. What do I not want to hear? Um, yeah, what what don't you want to find out that you need to do? I know what it is. Okay, tell me, because I'm okay. not getting it. Yeah. Okay, I think what it is is that you're afraid that what you would find out is that you have to put away a lot of the ambitions you've had for your life of who you were going to be. And who you are, and that what you this is. I'm not saying this is what the guidance would be. I'm just saying this is what you're afraid you're going to hear. That you're going okay, to hear yeah. that you know it's like, well, your super productive life, if it was or whatever version of that, uh, is over, and that you should just settle in and start knitting caps for Uh-oh. premature babies, which is not a bad thing to do. I'm not putting that down at all. Right. Uh, right, but that right. that it's not what you want, what you think you should be doing, or, or what your ego tells you you should be doing or who you yeah. should be. And so you're afraid to find out. And so you're doing everything you can to not hear that message. And the way you're doing that is by not listening and not asking. Okay. Okay. Now, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, so your new, yeah. your real resolution is to tune into your inner being or to your higher self or God or whatever people would call it and check in with yourself and God and ask yourself if you need to shift the way you see your life at this point. And you're just terrified to, to get the, that answer. Oh, uh, uh. That makes that makes complete sense. Yeah, that makes and complete I, sense. Yeah. So, uh, do you feel that that is the right resolution? I do feel that that is the right yeah. resolution. Yeah, I agree yes. with you. I think it is, and I think you now know why you're not doing it. And I wish somebody could tell me just as easily why I'm eating chips and cashew nuts. But I hope that I'm going. To, if nobody else helps me, that I'll be able to help me before the end of this. Uh, <laughs> this show. So, thank you so <laughs> okay. much for calling, Irene. I yeah, hope that that, that helps you. Yeah, that feel so much better. Oh, I, does it? I love that. Yes, I love that. Okay, thank you. I so, and I would not have gotten that on my own, which I have to keep learning we're... over and over. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. That's right. That's why we're he- all. The rest of us are here. You know, as God told thank me you. once. God said, uh, you know, if you were meant to know everything, Beth, I would not have had to make other people. So there it is. <laughs> I love that. Okay. Thank you so thank much you. for your thank call. You, Beth. Oh, look here. We have another call. Thank so Beth, God. Can, uh, delay just yet, yet again, <laughs> getting back to you. Okay. Helen uh, is calling from California. Helen, hello. Hello. Hello, Hi. Helen. The first thing, I don't want you to feel bad because lots of people are traveling today to come to the oh. workshop. Oh, yes. I kind of so, wondered if... <laughs> yeah, that's why you're not going to have a lot of callers. Uh-oh, so you have got to have a lot of problems. <laughs> well, I have a very big problem. Okay, very good. So, <laughs> and and uh, we can take a lot. Maybe we'll take a lot of time on it. 
I don't even make resolutions. <laughs> well, I don't usually. So I don't so that's, consider that. That's a- how bad I am about, <laughs> you know, not wanting to, you know, d- disappoint myself. <laughs> is that I, I don't even make them to begin with. <laughs> you know, I do understand that. It's like, but at a certain point, and by the way, Helen, if uh, all of our callers are on planes, trains, buses, and cars uh, getting to Oregon, uh, and it's just the three of us, and we don't know if anyone else will call in, but if it is, then you're going to help me because I want to get to mine. Okay. All right. So, in fact, I was thinking, I wonder if we should have Helen on today. So, <laughs> so we'll see if there are any other callers. We'll just have to bump you off or at least put you on pause because I am going to get to the bottom of this. So, um, okay. So now the question is, why don't you make any resolutions at all? Now, so, uh, so let me ask you a question that is kind of around the corner from that question. Is that actually true? No. Aha! <laughs> Caught you. Caught you know, you it's, but because I have lots of commitments that I've made, but I, I don't think of them as making a New Year's resolution. Like, you know, I'm not going to eat sugar. I'm going to exercise every day that I can. I'm going to stick to my food plan. I'm yeah. not going to get fat again. I'm going to yeah. be nicer to my husband. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to be more organized. I mean, I've got so many. Exactly. I, I you, know. you know, we didn't even call this New Year's resolutions because some people are going to be listening to this on August and they're going to have the same problem. So, but it's since res, New Year's resolutions do come up in people's mind, it felt like a good excuse to bring up this topic. But I love the way you put it. It's a commitment that you make to yourself. Now, do you make those commitments to yourself? Yeah. Okay. Okay, so now I'm going I, I to... I don't always keep them every well, minute, no, no, but, no, I, no, but no. I try to come back to them. Okay, I, I'm telling you, I just smelled a rat already. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Do you actually make a commitment to yourself about these things, or do you just think I really ought to do that? Hmm. Hmm. Guys out there in listener land, well, you who will probably be listening to this next week after our retreat, this is a big question. Maybe I don't make the commitment. Um, maybe I'm getting confused with my own self because I have been doing those things, and so they feel like commitments. <laughs> Well, maybe you are committed to those things, and that's why you're doing them. You're seeing the reflection of of your commitment in your behavior. Right. And the things that you're not seeing in your behavior are the things that you haven't committed to. Right. And so the question is, what kinds of things do you not commit to that you think you should? And should you commit to them? Why don't you give us an example of something that's like, say, is in your mind? Well, the first thing that popped up when you said that is billing. Yes. I Perfect. Hate, I, I'm a therapist, and I hate to do billing, and I'm terrible at it, and I don't get better, you know, even though I've been <laughs> doing it 30 years. 
Um, you know, I just, I don't know. I just hate doing it, and so I stay terrible at it. So now here it is. If you were, you know, going following through on our process, you would ask yourself, why do you hate billing? Because you're absolutely right. If you had a commitment to changing the, then you might even find a different way to do your billing. I don't know, but you know, you would make that commitment. You would find that way. So why do you somebody else to do it? It would be the preferable way. (laughs) Well, you know, but Helen, that is a way to handle it. There's nothing wrong with that. So if you were committed to getting the billing done, you could do that. So why? Let's start with why do you hate billing, and then we're going to find out why you don't commit to it. Um. Well, it's very time-consuming and very detailed. And I would so rather be doing outreach for the inner revolution <laughs> or <laughs> hiking with my dogs, you know. Yeah, by the way, Helen or, was the, uh, the, the mistress of ceremonies at our event on Saturday. And you can watch a video of the launch of the inner revolution by going to Beth Green TV. And it's the first video called launching the inner revolution, Beth Green TV on YouTube. And you can be there. You can enjoy it without even having had to travel. (laughs) So uh, you'll hear the whole thing, but you won't see that much of Helen. Yes. I I think I got the answer. Okay, good. Because that wasn't it. Um, I think this is something that we've uncovered a long time ago, but I think life should be fun. And I haven't found a way to have fun doing billing the way I have so many other things. And so it's like I just put it off because I resent that it isn't fun and convenient well, I'm with you. I hate billing. That's why I'm on an auto pay system. If you want a session with me, you book it online, you book yourself, you pay me, and it's over. You know, and you could even maybe find a way, but I know you have insurance, and that's different. I mean, I don't have to worry right. about that because I don't have to collect insurance. But I also think you still, we still haven't hit it, although there's some a lot of truth to what you're saying, because... Um, one of the reasons it's not fun is because you don't want to do it. I bet you there are things that you've done in your life that other people wouldn't necessarily think are fun and are detailed, but you love doing it. Yeah. Right? Yes. So there's another... Many, there's many something. things. Yes. Okay. I there mean, you go. I love moving furniture around and, and checking in where every single thing could go. I love cleaning out the closet or cleaning out the garage. Oh, my God. We, we need you. Throwing anyway, away things. I love to throw away things. Oh, my God. We, we have to hire you for a weekend to come up. <laughs> <laughs> we actually have hired a packer because James and I are moving. We think we're moving. Oh, it depends on how the Internet uh, is working. But anyway, exactly. So you can see. Now, guys, listeners, are you seeing this? Look at all the mistaken ideas that we have about why we're not doing things. And, you know, we saw some with Irene. 
Irene's was that she really didn't want to do it. And Helen is also, we're beginning to notice that there's something in her that really doesn't want to do it. And until we can discover that, we're not going to get very far. Oh, I hope this helps me. So, okay. So uh, think about it again. Obviously, there are things that you do that I would find devastatingly boring. (laughs) But you enjoy doing it. And so there is something (laughs) in... Part of the reason, yes. I mean, I, I don't know where this is going to lead. I'm, I'd be thrilled to yes. find the answer. But it isn't that I intrinsically love to clean the garage, but I love, well, I love doing it with someone else, first of all. That's one thing, yes. which I never thought of with billing. I would have so much more fun if I could do it with someone else. Yes, I feel and you, I bet you could figure something out, like, okay, you have a billing date, and you stay in your houses, and you go on Skype, and each one of you is working on your bills, and you're kibitzing in between. That or somebody be, who's in the neighborhood, you could, That you know. is a great idea, because I know Todd has trouble doing his billing, too. Okay. <laughs> that is such a good idea. Make a date. Exactly, a, a billing date. date. <laughs> a play date. A play date for billing. Yes. So it, what it is is that, and I think you're very close to the understanding, there is something about billing that you have decided is intrinsically negative and that it couldn't possibly be made to be fun. Exactly, because I make the garage cleaning and the, and the closet cleaning fun. It isn't intrinsically fun like right, right. swimming at the beach. right. But I'm committed to making it fun because it needs to be done. Exactly, exactly. So what you're seeing is that you have a different attitude towards the billing. You have some negative association with billing, and you're going to be damn sure that it isn't going to be any fun. And it's funny that this is is coming up because when we were doing our uh, launch for the Inner Revolution last Saturday, uh, we actually got to talking about how the inner revolution needs to be fun. And so many of us have this feeling that, oh my God, if we're going to do good in the world, it's got to be like serious or, you know, hard or painful. And as I said, if you're being taken away to be tortured by the Egyptian police, it's not going to be fun. And it was, I mean, maybe somebody can make it fun. Uh, But, you know, I I think that would be beyond me. But it's something internal to us that even when it could be fun, We don't think we're allowed to make it fun because people are suffering and therefore we can't have fun as though that suffering is going to be alleviated by our suffering more ourselves, right? So there's something about it that you have decided it's got to be miserable. So what is that? The weird thing is, I mean, it's how I get money. Yes, exactly. You you would think that would be a good uh, motivation. You would. You would. Well, but I think that it's the very clue. Ah. Yes. I'm not supposed to be motivated by money. I'm doing good. Exactly. Ooh. Woo. Could you feel that? That that goes Mm -hmm. right through me. Like a... See, that makes you virtuous. (laughs) That's right. I never thought of that. Make your payday. I, I, I didn't hear what you said, James. Make your play day a payday. That's right. <laughs> have a billing payday. That's I right. I wait until I have no money and then I do all my billing. 
or I'm coming up on having no money. Oh, my God. You know, so I really need to do it. (laughs) Exactly. So despite your good heart, you are being compelled to ask for money for this. Now, where did that idea come from? We're not done with this one. And I would bet you that there's a bunch of people out there who have very similar feelings. Well, both my parents were university professors. You know, they never talked about making money as, a, as an important thing. No, never. They were above it. Exactly. I mean, let's face it. That's it. That's it. The snobbery of being yes. above making money. Right. Right. That's very, very smart. <laughs> <laughs> and money is green chi. It's green right. life force. Just like food is bioavailable chi or bioavailable life force, money is green tea. It is what facilitates our doing what we need to do for ourselves and for the planet and for the inner revolution. Crazy, crazy, crazy thinking. So we're going to uncrazy that thinking, and now you're going to see, I love money. Because I it love me. money. It's green chi, and I need lots of it. Yeah. So, Bill, baby, so, Bill. <laughs> that's so weird, too, because, I mean, I've been thinking so often lately, um, how can I reduce what I spend rather than how can I make money? How can I not need money? That is so darned correct. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and you know, as I'm older, 67 now, it's like, will I ever be able to retire? And rather than thinking, you know, how can I make money in the best way that I enjoy doing so that I don't care about retiring? Right, right, exactly. This is a, this is a life-changing moment. So yeah. uh, don't, don't hang up, Helen, because I want I'm you to I'm not going to hang up. I want to help okay. you get yours. Okay, good. So, James, put out the number again just in case someone else wants to call and interrupt our trialogue. There we go. <laughs> okay, please call us with your question or comment at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. So if you call, um, then we will, in fact, uh, take you, your call, and maybe keep Helen, like, in the background or something, just in case we can come back, because I want an answer! But in the <laughs> meantime, nobody has called. So, uh, okay, take it away, Helen. So what yours is about not eating chips and Cashews. Cashews, yeah. And the only reason that I'm doing that is to to test the hypothesis that I might not have so many cramps, right? And it's like, this is an avoidance of pain kind of thing. And yet I can't seem to get myself to do it. I've done it before, but I'm struggling right now. I'm really bad now. And, you know, I mean, by normal standards, I'm not eating that much. But by my needs, it doesn't matter. You know, it's like, I need to do this, and I'm not doing it, and I'm disgusted with myself. Oh, we have another caller. Helen? Okay. Uh, then. Yeah, okay. Put me on hold. On put hold. me on hold. Okay. If we have yeah. a call. I can call back in. 
Okay, our engineer, okay. engineer, can you? Okay, let's uh, hang up because I don't know if uh, we can figure out how to do this. So, Matt, either put Helen on hold and let's uh, bring Erica on. And if that doesn't work, just hang up, Helen, and call back in. Thank you. Okay. Erica Escondido. Hello, Erica. Hi. How fun. Well, I'll tell you one of my resolutions this year is to start being part of the um, callership on, oh. <laughs> on, this, on the radio show. I've been absent, and I uh, there's no good reason for it, so here I am. And I don't know how I'll do with that resolution. Sometimes uh, it acts like I act like this with anything that I think I'm going to put my mind to, and as soon as a disappointment comes along, oh, that's it. You know, that's my exit strategy. Get disappointed and give up. Well, why do you why do you feel that you sh- need to do? Obviously, you have lived up to your resolution today because you're here. So here I am. What it but, seems like, I mean, are you noticing? Oh, oh, we have yet another one. Oh, nobody's going to let me get to my food. Anyway, uh, everybody's <laughs> well, calling at the connected. last minute. Maybe it is. Maybe we're just going to starve you out. <laughs> you will keep oh, well, maybe we're connected. Uh, I do that with food too. I think this would be a great idea. I'd find something out about myself, and and uh, and not today. <laughs> <laughs> well, is that it? Is that true that you're saying not today about your food? Uh, not today. I'm saying not, I'm not saying to not today. No. And um, it really is a one day at a time endeavor for me. Uh, That's the only way I can stay sane with it because otherwise I will start going into the future and pretending I think I know what the outcome is going to be. But today I feel good. And there were days over the holidays where I felt lousy. And I knew it was food related. and That was enough to kick me back. Well, I think it's so interesting you're saying today I feel good and during the holidays there were days where I felt lousy rather than you said today I'm eating clean and there were some times over the holidays that I didn't. Right, because I, I know I get attached to those. I don't know, Beth, I, if it's an exit strategy about, you know, uh, I can't do this, I'm not strong enough, so forget it. And, or if I just uh, am pleasantly finding myself more strong than I thought I was. Okay, but I'm. What I'm saying is that you're not just saying directly. Sometimes I binge and sometimes I don't. Yeah, let me try that on. Sometimes right. I binge and sometimes I don't. Okay, so what is the difference between the days you binge and the days you don't? Uh usually aggravated by something, angry about something, that, and I don't know what it is, and uh, I'm avoiding finding, finding out. out. That's it? <laughs> There's something that's bothering you, you don't know what it is, and you're avoiding finding out. So what it looks like it's about food, but it's really about avoiding finding out. This goes back to, like, the Irene thing, right? Mm-hmm. What am I feeling and why do I not want to know? Now, sometimes even when we do want to know, because I know that I do that, Erica. That is, mm. That's me. That's me. I was thinking about that. I've thought about that regularly. I thought, what am I feeling? I'm feeling anxious. Well, what am I anxious about? I don't, how will I know? I've got food in my fat mouth. 
And exactly. I, feel, I, I think that food is the number one distraction. I mean, in the mm-hmm. moment that I'm eating, that's all that exists. I'm in the taste of that thing in that moment. I'm not thinking about even, I may even already have the stomach ache, but I'm still eating, right? Oh, sure. Because the food is a distraction from the pain of the stomach ache, <laughs> even though it's making it worse. <laughs> Right? So we really need to do a program on food if we haven't already done one or 10 or 100. Uh But anyway. Once a month. Yeah, right. So it's a addiction. So, yeah, let's have our addiction show. So, um, what is it that you really, really, really don't want to find out that you're feeling? Um, hmm. What are you afraid you're feeling? Uh, something that I can't resolve or something that I am the cause of. Ooh. <laughs> right. Another <Yep>. bullseye. <laughs> yep. It could be yeah. easily guilt, you know. Yeah. So um, that's it. So your thing is you're afraid that you're going to find out that you've done something that you mm. and that you need to clean it up. So eat instead. Mm. Yeah. So number one clue, just paste it on my forehead. That's Why are right. you eating? Go clean, go clean something up. Go clean some. Find out what it is. And I know sometimes it's not easy, especially if we're running from it. But I think a, that uh, it's not always about something you did, and that you, but it, it could be anything that could be threatening. But in your case, it's frequently. That is a frequent flyer. So it's good to know. So um, your new resolution is not about the not eating, but the new resolution is to stop yourself when you're eating. Try to stop yourself and sit down and say, what do I feel guilty about? What do I think that I've done that I haven't dealt with? So thank you for mm-hmm. your call. We'll go on to Rose. That was very that helpful. Was I hope it helped a lot of people. Good. All right, Jamesy. Okay, uh, next we have, yeah, bye-bye. Next, we have Rose calling from California. Rose, hello. Hi, Beth. I really hope you get to yours. I'll try and be fast. Um, <laughs> I didn't make any resolutions. I generally don't, and I think there's a clue in that. <laughs> like, yeah. I, you know, I could relate to not wanting to be accountable yeah. for some things that I should be accountable for. Um, I know there's one I am not, and that is um, exercising. Um, okay. I grew up a dancer, and yet I, I don't do any movement these days. I haven't for a few years now, and um, I don't really know why I don't do it. Okay. So let me see if I can get straight to it, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you feel when you do movement? I mean, I feel really good when I do movement. <laughs> I, okay. I feel strong. I feel balanced and graceful and now, when you, you know, do, by the way, I'm good. having a little trouble with your uh, connection, so uh, I may uh, only hear, but I'm, I'm getting. I'm, I'm one of the people traveling to the retreat today. <laughs> oh, I <laughs> I'm see. On the road, so literally. But that's all right. We're getting you. We're, you're coming okay. in, Rose. Okay, so you feel strong and you feel good when you do movement. Now, I'm going to ask you is this in the last few years that you haven't been doing as much movement? Yes. Okay, so yeah, get honest, Rose. What is the difference between the way you feel when you do movement now than the way you felt five years ago? Well, I used to do movement with a 
with friends. That's one big difference. I don't have any particular person that I do movement with now. Okay, and couldn't you find somebody who might want to do I'm, movement with you, you would, that you could Skype you would, with, huh? You would think so. You would think so. I, You know, I think I, part of me wants, you know, things to just happen so supernaturally that I don't have to go out and make it happen. <laughs> make that happen. It's kind of like Helen with the billing. You know, why don't you find a buddy? But I think there's something else, and I just want you to just stop. I'm, I'm going to ask you this question again. What is the difference between the way you feel now? I didn't ask about the circumstances. Yeah. The way you feel now when you do movement and the way you felt five years ago. Well, I'm older. And yes. It's, so it's, I'm stiffer. Yes. Of course, it's stupid because I would be less stiff if I did more movement. Honey, forget the stupid <laughs> part, Okay. What did you used to feel when you did movement, and what do you feel now? I used to feel stronger, and now I feel weaker. That's right. Well, is that a feeling you like? Yeah. Um, I mean, (laughs) if I heard you correctly, I did feel good about feeling strong, and now I don't feel good about feeling weak. That's right. So that's why you don't do it. (laughs) Okay. Now, it is, okay. very, you know, it, is, it is very self-evident that you would get stronger if you did movement, but you still are going to have to go past some creaky bone syndrome or whatever else. You used to, uh, now I'm just going to lay out a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, you used to feel more beautiful. You used to feel more graceful. You used to feel more powerful. You used to feel um, more in control and in command. And uh, v- deeply connected with yourself. And now you've, uh, you've got this, you know, you don't, don't feel as strong. You don't feel as beautiful. Uh, you know, with or without movement, you don't feel any of these things. You know, you're getting a little older. And so you, you, you already don't feel that beautiful. And when you get up and you start to move, it's sort of like adding uh, fuel to the fire of, you know, of your the negative feelings towards yourself. Because now not only are you starting out not feeling as pretty or as beautiful or as strong or as supple or whatever, but then you add to that. Now you're actually, you know, creaking a little bit or you're not doing it as well. And so you start to feel self-hatred. That is not a recipe for you to want to do this. So, um, you know, the, what, in order for you to do it, then you have to change your attitude about how you're going to feel about it. Either you're going to have to be absolutely in complete uh, love with yourself to the point that you can say, it really doesn't matter how I look. It doesn't matter if I'm, you know, not able to do as many things. I am feeling this from the inside out. Yeah, but when you feel it from the inside out, you might feel stiffness and pain. If you can shift your consciousness around this, Rose, and say, I may feel a little stiffness or pain, but I'm still connecting to myself. That is the myself that I'm connecting to now. It is like, you know, in a way it comes back to Irene's question. You know, who is the myself that she is now? She needs to connect to herself, whoever that is, and be in love with that person. So if you love to move then you have to let go of the egoic agenda of it looking a certain way or if it even feeling a certain way. You're doing it because you need that stretch. You need, your body is craving movement and it's no longer about doing it perfectly or looking graceful or anything like that. It's like really give yourself 
what you need, which is that movement. Thank you. I, I feel it. Thank you so much. Good. Good. Thank you so much. Well, I, I don't think we're going to have any time for me. Me! Is Helen still there? You know, um, I am still I, here. You're there, still there. Okay, we've got. I have an idea. Good. You probably have already thought of this, Beth, but I know you have such an unbelievably limited diet, and yes. no, and as a human being, you know, who is <laughs> completely dedicated to consciousness, you allow yourself very little. Uh, in the way of wiggle room to escape from pain. Yes. yes. And I'm I'm wondering if you don't uh, refuse to give up cashews and blue corn chips because it will make you feel even more hopeless to find out that it has no effect whatsoever <laughs> and you still have all the pain that you have. It's sort of like you can think that you're, you know, this is an indulgence. Yeah. You know, and, and you don't have any indulgences in your life because everything hurts. Well, you know, I, it's so funny you said that because I was thinking that very thing. Maybe I'm afraid to find out that it won't help. And, right. Uh, but I think there's another side to, of this, which is, may, which I was really feeling as you were speaking. It's like, it's my rebellion against the grimness of the physical existence, you know, uh, yeah. of all the things that I cannot do. It's like, God damn it, I I can, I mean, what we're talking about an organic roasted cashew nut without salt on it. I mean, you know, come on, give me a break. And I think I'm just angry and I don't let myself know it. And so I'm rebelling against my own highest good. So that was really helpful. And we better get James on okay. because he's got yeah, to announce got your show. Left. Right. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Love you. <laughs> Love you. <laughs> okay, then. Good. Next week, our theme will be Revolutionizing the Revolution, How to Bring the Inner Revolution to Life. The handbook for the Inner Revolution is now here, and we've just held the Inner Revolutionary Training Retreat Weekend, we will have, called Are We Ready to Revolutionize the Revolution? We're mobilizing, and we want, and we invite you now to join that show, to listen as co-hosts Todd Benton and Helen Helix Yay. interview several retreat attendees to explore vital questions about the inner revolution, such as, what does it mean to be an interrevolutionary? How can we stop treating others as cardboard characters and start finding common ground? What's it going to take to rethink everything and challenge anyone when necessary, including ourselves? How can we bring the inner revolution to our relationships, our work? our families, and our causes, if we have them. We'll also share sections of the handbook and tell you how to get a free PDF copy of this powerful guide that shows us how to co-create a revolution that will stick, that will be healing, deep, and transformative on every level. Beth? Yes! I love it! I love it. I wish you and Todd great success next week. I'm sure you will have it. And, of course, we will have people who are at the retreat coming, and they're going to tell the truth, right, because we are the inner revolutionaries. And if it was terrible, they're going to tell you. But, of course, it can't be terrible because I'm leading it, right? So, anyway, thank you one and all. I'm so glad for the questions. I think, you know, I've gotten some guidance. I think a lot of us have, and I'm hoping that this show really helps the rest of us. And, Helen, let's think about more shows on food addiction we can't be the only ones in erica who eat food eat things we shouldn't 
In fact, skinny people like me do the same thing. So God bless everybody. Happy New Year. Thank you for joining us for this edition of Inner Revolutionary Radio with Beth Green and James Maynard. The next episode will broadcast live next Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. And don't forget Inner Revolutionary TV on voiceamerica.tv. Think outside the box and join us.